Respect My Region and Buddy's Brand. Today, we are on episode 42 of the North American Weed Tour podcast. I am honored today to have special guest Anthony Allegretti from 40 Tons Brand. Anthony, man, thank you so much for taking your time today and spending your Sunday morning with me, man. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm great, man. That's dope that we're number 42. It would have been dope if it was episode 40, but I'll take anything in the 40s. In the 40s, it's still magically happening, man. crazy We were really close, though. Had had we done... Friday? Yeah, had we done Friday or last week, we would have really been right on point with it. But I think my guy Mitch came in and did a couple episodes while I was away in Chicago. Um, For those people that aren't familiar with who you are, your background, what you do, um, you know, I could obviously come in and, and, and sing your praises, but I, I'd like it if you wouldn't mind to kind of just introduce yourself, a little of who you are and your background. Yeah, so um, I'm the chief operations officer for 40 Tons Brand, a black female-owned social impact cannabis brand that is just dedicated to bringing more awareness to the fact that people are making billions of dollars in the legal industry. Meanwhile, there's people still locked up over this plant. And our great friend and chief brand ambassador, Corvan Cooper, had a life sentence without parole over a nonviolent cannabis offense. And he hit the winning lottery ticket on Trump's last day of office and received a presidential clemency. And so now what we're trying to do is we started the brand uh, to help get him out, um, and then we got him out, and then now we want to do it for others and help other people get out of prison for cannabis, as well as providing <laughs> to those that may have passed cannabis convictions to get into the industry. So career fairs, expungement clinics, the whole nine yards. Yeah, Plus, being, a, being a hub for this this section of the community that was really, really negatively impacted uh, yeah. in horrific ways uh, by the war on drugs. It was, it was, man. And, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing that, you know, if this, if these laws were, you know, to the point where this plant was still 100% illegal, but it's not. And people are making generational wealth over it and we're doing podcasts on it and we're on the stock market buying cannabis stocks and we're doing, you know, MJ BizCons and, and Hall of Flowers and we're, we got dispensaries now and stores and people are making generational wealth over this. Meanwhile, there's people that are getting generational displacement. And so, 100%. you know, we want to help kind of bridge that gap, you know, and give a seat at the table for the legacy operators and the legacy people um, because these are the people that help build this industry to what it is today. And so they yeah. shouldn't be left out of it. I think it's important for us all to recognize without glossing over it in any way, their legacy operators, a huge vital, important piece of the, the, the community you're trying to help, but black and brown communities particularly impacted the most by far the numbers drastically skewed in that direction based on hard data hard jail times hard prison uh, sentences um and very and oftentimes similar to corvain's situation very little parole opportunities or uh, what i would call what is it the uh, when you put them back out into society and re-entry. Uh, yeah the re-entry process it's so hard to get back in um Anthony, I just read an article right now that the city of Oakland is like suing the social equity people that are backed on their bills because they didn't even get the initial starts that they could have had. You're damned right. if you do. You're damned if you don't, man. The the system is rigged, man, for the for the ultra rich to get richer and the poor to get poorer, you know. And so it's not right. Um, and so this is why we got to stick together. You know, one of Forty Tons' main core values is collaboration over competition. Mm-hmm. Right. So we need to collaborate. We need to work with other people because when the big dogs get into this, 
you know, your Marlboros and your Amazons and your CVSs, all the smaller companies that, you know, are that we're in it now are going to get pushed out. So we don't need to be fighting amongst each other. We need to be working together so that we could sustain in this industry long term, you know, and uh, one of our things that we really focus on is bringing more minorities, uh, people of color, BIPOC communities into the industry, whether on the entrepreneurial side or on just getting a job side. Yeah. So that's what we're all about. And um, we appreciate the love, support that we get. We do a lot of collaborations. We got a ton of collaborations. So when we talk about when you ask us about, you know, what we're doing and who we're working with, we'll share that with you guys. Yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff in the works. I'm excited to get to that point today. Yeah, man. Innovation, making it cool, fresh, dope designs, quality cannabis. Um, I think that's and to that point exactly right there, Anthony, is the designs, the brand, a lot of, there's not to take away from equity brands or to stereotype them anyways, but they're just not traditionally associated with that coolness, that, oh my gosh, that weed is so phenomenal. I have to go get it. It's that next cookies or Migos drop or whatever it is. There's something about your guys' brand that makes it, the buzzword is authentic, right? Because obviously the story behind Corvain is real. The, mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the, the black owned woman owned business, huge. It's, it's real. There's the, you can't argue some of these things, but then you guys see what you guys do in the community. You see the impact, you guys see the undeniable, um, ability to help other people, whether it's with re-entry or getting jobs in the space, or even just connecting the dots. Like you guys are really good dot connectors as well because of who, like the people, people recognize you. They know you guys, the brand is actively doing what you want it to do. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. So is Corvain. So is L'Oreal. Right. Um, and so we eat what we kill. Right. So if we if we're not out hunting, we're not eating. Right. And that's the, that's a real entrepreneur. Right. And so when you're a real entrepreneur, um, you have to figure out how to distinguish your brand or your company or your service or whatever it is that you're doing from the rest of your competition. So, yes, our story is so unique and yes, the story is authentic, but we wanted to take it even a step further. Right. So what does that mean? That means now we need to source the, the best products, but then we need to take it even a step further. Now we need to have dope designs Yeah, we need to take it even a step further. And we need to be innovative and do cool things and be on the forefront of the newest technologies. Yes. So we, it's all of those things added up where one plus one plus one equals 10. Yeah. So then that way, when you come to our brand, it's unquestionable, undeniable. You want to buy this brand, not because of any one single element, but because of all of them. But Correct. if you buy good weed, you, you're going to rock with us. If you want to come to us because you believe in our social cause, you're going to rock with us. If you want to buy something from us because like, man, this is some really dope designs and I'm a, I'm a creative myself. Boom. You're going to buy from us. So yeah. we want to have all these little elements as, as a brander. This is where you just start thinking of like, what can I, how can I deliver our message and product in the dopest way? Absolutely. And that man, it's almost as if you've been asked these questions or done some interviews before, man. I love this. Yeah. Is, this is some of the best answers, you know, shout out to the whole cannabis industry, but also shout out to people that come from other experiences in life that prepare them for this kind of work that prepare them for success in cannabis. Um, I'm not a legacy operator. I'm not a legacy trapper. I'm not, no part of that relates to my, to my being and what I do in cannabis. But just like you guys, I've tried to build myself to be a hub for the culture, uh, a platform for other people. 
and a dot connector, someone that really helps and comes in. And, and I appreciate you for what you do in this space and also for what your team, you guys have been through a lot and, and Corvain's story and so many other stories is just very inspiring, um, but also uh, concerning because people are making generational wealth on it. I make good money in cannabis and I can't help but feel guilty or bad by to just have it go all into my bank and to not be doing these podcasts with my time, to not be investing into events or the culture or buying merch when I, you know, when I know I got the money to buy the merch, you know? Right. Like, I mean, first of all, we appreciate you too. Okay. So don't ever uh, minimize your role just because you. you're a legacy person. You know, when you have a good heart and you're authentic and, and you want to do well, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, you know, th what matters is, is where your heart is. And so if you, uh, have a genuine uh, desire to help others, even if you don't come from those same backgrounds, that's all that matters. Right. And so yeah. you know, each one teach one is, is, is what they say. So thank you too, for providing a platform for people like us and others to, to speak. I appreciate that, man. It's this content stuff. It's a long grind, but it certainly isn't as long or as difficult as the struggles that the people that we're talking about have gone through, right? And so I know for you guys, I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the current projects are going on. First, I'd like to touch on the social equity side of things first, what you guys are doing in the community per se, before we get to the technology and the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd like to dive in a little bit about kind of some of the things you're doing, whether it's community-wise in terms of events or maybe some of these career fairs that are going, that, that may or may not be going on, or what are some of these things that people who are now discovering your brand, how can they get involved? How can they participate? How can they support? Great question. So, um, so we're just now getting our products put into um, dispensaries, which is a great thing. So um, congratulations. Thank you, man. We're really excited about that. Um, distribution has, has uh, our products and we're literally going to stores like, this week so in fact some of the special guests that we're going to bring on uh shortly are part of that distribution team let's go yeah yeah shout out chris and uh and justin from green rocket and so what we um what we do is we wanted to figure out a way to scale restorative justice right Whoa, okay. how the hell do you scale restorative justice? That's like saying, how do you scale? And I don't home? even know. I'm not going to lie. Like I have, I know what those words mean separately, but can you please yeah. uh, help me and other people understand what, what that even means together? Yeah. So, 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 uh, like I was saying, like, how do you scale ending homelessness? Right. It's not okay. an easy thing to do. Right. And it's not a task that you can do by yourself, even as a single company. Right. But if we really want to have lasting and sustainable impact, we need to know what we're doing and how we're going to do it because we could feed the homeless in this one zip code, but how do we do it nationwide? Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. analogy here, but with restorative justice as it relates to cannabis. So what is restorative justice mean? Well, restorative means fixing, right? Fixing or restoring yeah. something, right? Yeah. So what happens when you send someone to jail for life over a nonviolent cannabis offense? You break a family apart, right? You that has sustain sustainable long-term impact on communities, yes. especially lower class communities, uh, not lower class, but lower income, you know, primarily black and brown communities, poor communities. The, the whole nine yards, right? So the thing is, is how do we fix that? So we believe at 40 tons that the way that we can start fixing that is by providing education and opportunity, 
together at the same time, right? Yeah. Because when you can educate someone or a group of people on something, they now have the knowledge to now take it to the next level and continue to rise. But yeah. education isn't just the only thing. I could give you a thousand books. I could send you to co college and get a bunch of degrees. But if you don't have an opportunity to utilize that knowledge, then then it's just kind of wasted knowledge. Yeah, it's time. All you do is just time. You burn time. That's it. So you got to bring both of them together. And so what we thought ways to do this was, was through our Can I Get a Second Chance Cannabis Career Fair. It's the first of its kind. Um, there's never been a career fair quite like it. Um, usually most career fairs have a bunch of companies there doing hiring, which is great, but they didn't incorporate an expungement clinic within the career fair. They didn't Correct. incorporate free headshots so that you could have a professional photo. It's inclusive, but it's not actually all the value you need in terms of inclusivity for all the people out there, including these, these people with it, with also with a history like that. And then you also have the fact that you need, what are the assets and resources you need to get a job? You need a resume, you need a resume, resume. You need right? You need pro professional photos. You need a suit. How are you going to go on an interview with, and if you don't have, if you can't afford to pay for the professional clothing. So we provide free clothes. Wow. So people need haircuts. We had haircuts there, right? Wow. Um, free uh like free headshots free uh you know the resumes the linkedins and what we do is we collaborate with different companies that provide that stuff so like can i vision did our headshots yeah uh, you know brand resumes did our resumes and our linkedin updates right and so forth and so we partner with different companies to do that minorities for medical marijuana is a big national organization um, that helps bring more minorities into the cannabis space and provide equitable opportunities. They did our expungement clinic. So anyway, fast forward, sorry to- uh, No, I asked the question. I wanted to know this. This is exactly that. Yeah, so so we figured we would do this with our career fair. Okay. And so it's 100% free to the, to, the, to the job seeker. It's 100% free to the community. Um, the brands pay to be there, right? And- they get access to a pool of people that they might not have necessarily got access to that are focused on diversity and inclusion. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so it's like, uh, you know, this is our way. It's our little small niche within a niche market to restore our communities. And so we yeah. partnered with Oaksterdam to provide scholarships. We partnered with Ooh. farms to help buy the, courses to give out to scholarships because you know these classes are expensive you know so but they're very worth it shout out Oaksterdam I went through their uh, business of cannabis class uh last term and it was phenomenal I, I loved it it was man 12 weeks of just I felt like I was in uh college again because it, it felt like that and um awesome. shout out to Oaksterdam I always wondered what I I never actually met anybody that went through that and so I'm fire Let's go. It's fire, bro. Like, if you really want to know the game, go through an Oaksterdam class. Go through the business of cannabis. It's, okay. it's yeah, it's game drop season over there. So Damn. when I went through it, I was like, yeah, these guys I need to partner with. So I hit them up, and they was they were one thousand percent like, let's go. So yeah. you know, shout out Dale, shout out Sarah over there they were really, really good people and wanting to help the community. So anyways, back to the restorative justice. So this is how we restore and we repair and it's our way of doing it. And yeah. so 
you know, we give the chance for when, you know, that cannabis prisoner comes home, they could come straight to our career fair. Or even if you don't have cannabis convictions and you're just wanting to get into the, into the industry, but you don't know how you come to this, this event and this is how we do it. And we're going on tour. So February uh, of next year is when we start the, 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 uh, can I get a second chance 2022 career fair tour? We'll be in LA, we'll be in Oakland, we'll be in New York, New Jersey, and then we're coming back to LA. And I'm pretty sure that we're going to get hit up by places um, that want to have the career fair in their cities. Oh, man, I got to get you up to the to the dub, man. I got to get you up to Wall State, man. Seattle, let's bro, go. On, let's go, bro. Are we hitting Tukwila? Are we hitting Renton? Are we hitting South Center? Are we going to West Seattle? Are we going to uh, Aurora and 85th? We we going up north to Everett. Where are we going, man? Oh Where we at, bro? Hey, man, man, what's up, man? Hey, everybody, shout out to this whole two hundred six, the four two five, the five hundred nine, the three six. We going up to Bellevue? Oh. We going up to Bellevue? Where, the, where the money's at? Are we hitting? Are we hitting? Are we hitting Mercer Island? Where are we at, man? No, nah, we, we don't at? need to help nobody in Mercer Island. All them, for all them white people, <laughs> they're good, man. They're straight up Mercer. Mercer Island. We're partying on Mercer Island, but we Gosh, man. going to Renton and, and Tukwila and, and uh, what's that city that's just south of uh, Federal Way? And, oh, man. So, you know, these talking, these are all my areas, man. You know, I, man, since I started I used smoking to give money in Seattle, I used to give money in Seattle in the early, early 2000s, man. So <laughs> another city up there. Man, that's that's love, man. And so that you know, speaking of Seattle, Seattle's a really techn te technologically savvy city. Yes, uh, we've been able to take money for weed and dispensaries since 2016. We were doing the ATM debit card method, you know, yeah. that, that whole thing. That was five years ago now. And and so for you, I know you guys are real big into the technology side of thing, right? This is a little yeah. tra transition to the NFT part of the conversation. And so I know for you guys, you guys are working on uh, a variety of different projects. You know, you guys have distro and sales coming with products in the market. You guys have these career fairs and the opportunities there. And then you guys are actually partnering with uh, a group to, to bring, or you already brought the, it to life, but uh, these custom NFTs and a whole situation about that. And so uh, I guess this is the part of the show where we're going to bring in two special guests that are on your team uh, via Green Rocket. And we're going to talk a little bit about some uh, non-fungible tokens. Yes, yes. Right? And one of the things I wanted to bring up before that, another element of our business, and I got to give a shout out to Corvain on this, is our merch clothing. Oh, the merch. So that's another line that we have that we really push. Um, you know, before Corvain went to prison, he had a clothing store very similar to the Marathon store um, called SC Clothing right on Florence and Gramercy. He's big into clothing, big into designing clothing and so that's another element so you know you know everywhere we go you got to step out and be in the dopest threads and so that's another angle that we wanted to approach and have just really dope merch and you know not just swap meet style logo t-shirts you know what yeah, I'm yeah. Like, it's, i mean and i think you guys are i mean this is just obviously my subjective opinion but it's being ex being executed you know you go to the drier stuffier events whether and i'm not going to name any names but there, you know, you stand out somewhere there because of the authenticity, the vibe, the color schemes, the cool factor. You go to some of the other events where it might be a little bit more um, creative, you know, like a hall of flowers, some of those kinds of things. Right. And yeah. all of a sudden now you're really starting to, to, you know, set yourself apart while actually going head to head with some of these cooler brands in some ways. Trying to bro, trying to doing that. And then now transitioning into the whole NFT and art space and all that. Man, it's dope, man. I've uh, I've been blessed to meet some really good folks there. I knew I wanted to do an NFT um, from a few months back, 
And just the way that the sun, moon, stars lined up, I met um, two really cool gentlemen that we're going to bring on right now, if you want to bring them on, um, at what was called the IBC Cleanups. Mm -hmm. What's going on, gentlemen? What's up, Justin? What's up, Chris? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Uh, how yeah. are we doing this morning? Thanks for having oh, us man. in here, Joey. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you guys, man. We're, we, we, you know, I've been learning a little bit about 40 tons today, a little bit about Anthony and his background. And, you know, Justin, here's one of my original homies, Chris, you and I getting to know each other much better over the last few weeks and month. And, you know, to, to, to hear you guys collaborating with Anthony on his NFT project, as he mentioned, it's the sun, stars and moon all aligning. And I, I gotta, I gotta know, I gotta learn about this stuff. Justin, I've been on your case trying to fill me in and get me caught up on crypto and NFT. Yeah. There's just too much new technology out there. And I guess this is where it gets good in the nitty gritty. I need as a, as, as someone who consumes cannabis, who buys cannabis, you know, I wear what I wear, I rock what I rock. I'm a fan of what I'm a fan of. Can you guys please, and this is to either one of you guys, can you guys please help us understand how NFTs and cannabis specifically in this scenario Mm -hmm. how they go hand in hand and what your guys's goal is from this community baby you said it all before we even got on there you've been talking community it's important to give back collaboration all this kind of stuff that that you don't have to be in cannabis and crypto and anything to know that that's number one and, and that's what builds up these nft projects that's what at the end of the day if nfts aren't you know, the wave and they, they aren't what the community catches on to. You're building up that community that makes that decision. Or micro so community. Exactly. You're, mm -hmm. you're getting people in Discord and servers, which if you're not familiar with Discord, it's like Slack. It's like any of these um, messenger platforms that have channels and technology tied into it with APIs. So we have the ability to make private channels where you're only getting in there if you got a 40 tons NFT. Mm. And we could do a lot of cool things other than that, like give away things to NFT holders, uh, do giveaways as far as like inviting people into the community to grow it. And, and really, we're just providing opportunity for artists and brands and entrepreneurs and collectors, investors, people that are just interested in, in the movement, honestly, and, and yeah. the movement could be whatever it is. It could be 40 tons and everything that they're doing for social equity and getting people out of prison and into cannabis jobs. And it could be, you know, supporting glass artists because we have, you know, all these artists that make all this incredible work. And, you know, they used to have the same difficulties that, <laughs> you know, cannabis companies have growing their brands. And here they are 15, 20 years down the line and they deserve first rights at all of this, you know, inventory instead of import companies from people that have money to send stuff overseas or, you know, big cannabis. <laughs> so, so my, my question then, uh, Anthony, with, with, with the 40 tons NFT project, is it, does it officially have a name? Um, yeah. It, walk me through a little bit of like, just like, you know, you've been, we've been talking a little bit about it. I think I finally went and downloaded the open sea stuff the other day from a phone. My phone's charging right now, so I'll walk yo, through that after. Yo, if, if you send me your wallet, if you send me your wallet, I'm going to drop you an NFT live on the 2021 North American Weed Tour podcast, bro. <laughs> All right, there so you go. And it's, as, and it's as simple as that. You know, transferring an NFT is as simple as that. Um, And that's the, <laughs> that's another amazing part about it. It's, it's 
faster than fiat. It's faster than regular money that we deal with today. It's faster than a bank. Um, and like Chris was saying, we're able to attach value to our own community now, right? Um, and, and that's the amazing part of it. You know, for the event in uh, Vegas, everybody that came through to the prison booth, the insane prison cell booth, you got a memorative NFT for free. <laughs> that's already valued at 0.042 ETH, which is just around $200, right? It's wow. when, At the time when we were giving them away, it was 170 <clears throat> and now it's 200 Sorry. It's already 100%, gone up $30. So not only, not only are you joining the growth of 40 tons NFT community, right, and the brand as a whole, but you're following you're following ETH, you're following the growth of crypto community as a whole. You're following everything, right? So, Bitcoin. And, and you get to um, join a community in a Discord where you can communicate with people all over the world, you know, not just the U.S. Did you get to and see that? More Can inclusive. I yeah, I, I actually put it up for people to watch that while we were doing it just go. real quick. Um, that was your guys's NFT, right? In them, uh, one of them. One of, we have one of them. The 3D booth that they had in MJ Unpacked, that is the actual booth um, yep. digitized and rendered um, before we were even in there. That's crazy. It was dope, man. Um, <coughs> so a little bit about um, the name of our project. The name of our project is called 40 Tons of NFTs. And okay. so our goal is to make 80,000, right? Because 40 tons is 80,000 pounds. Yeah. So our goal is to make 80,000 NFTs over the next few years. Um, and so that's the overall grand name of the project. Um, and then as we do projects, there'll be a certain amount of NFTs within that project. And so this was the MJ Impact 2021 project. And what we did was we did two, really three groups of NFTs. So we did 11 NFTs. That was just for the home team, okay. right? That that you know, each one of us on the team got an um got that, and so there was eleven people that were a part of that process to get this NFT to market. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then we did a second set of NFTs that you can only get if you were a speaker at MJ Unpacked 2021. Mm -hmm. So your CEOs of you know, Cura Leafs and COOs of, you know, the parent companies and people like that, right? Like those types of large people that were speakers at the event, we made, we made an NFT for them. So you can only get it if you were them. Yeah. yeah. And then we made uh, a more of a general public NFT, which if you came to our booth, you would receive one of our NFTs. And that was called um, 40 tons flip of a pot coin. <laughs> And that was because we had a pot coin and I'm going to share it with you guys again. Yeah. Um, I'll, uh, I'll pull it up for us as well. Yep. And <coughs> share the screen with you. And these flip of a pot coins were out of a thousand. Correct. So still very low, like on the total amount. And we, we've only, we've only released 150 to the wild still. So there it's, we're really early on this project. And can you can you show a couple, these. Anthony, just to show the uniqueness? Yeah, because the, the colors of the logo. NFT, 
So if you yeah, notice, yeah. exactly. So boom. So you see that's the certain colors, mm -hmm. right? So we change the colors slightly for um, other ones, right? So let's say you click into, you know, let's go to 582. Right, boom. You see how the colors slightly different, but they're different color. You know what I mean? There's a variation. So yeah. each one has a variation. And so there was a couple of things that we did to separate those variations in terms of like city and some other stuff that's pretty cool. I don't really I, I won't share it here because it's proprietary, but we just we made colors specific to certain things that people will appreciate. So yeah. um I just don't want anyone to copy the, what we did. <laughs> so it wasn't just a random set of colors. Um, there was thought put behind the colors. But the purpose of these NFTs is not necessarily to make a whole bunch of money right off the bat, right? It's basically to provide <coughs> digital art that represents a message. Yeah. Right? That's that message right there on screen, right? A social impact cannabis brand that believes no one should be incarcerated over a plant especially when we're making billions. So if you believe in that, we want to, you know, we want you to be a part of our community. And so we made these NFTs. We, um, you know, here's prison cell one. Um, as you can see, there's pot coins all in there, kind of just spread out as like little Easter eggs all over there. So pot coin is a crypt, one of the first cryptocurrencies in the cannabis industry. They came out in 2013. Um, they did pretty well in like 2017. Um, and then they uh, kind of scaled it back a little bit to rebuild their technology and they're doing a complete relaunch and rebrand this year, like within the next few weeks and they're here to stay. And so they're trying to build community as well. Um, there's only 420 million pot coins um, ever that have been in existence. And so we partnered with them. Um, to bring cannabis reform justice. And so we got some things where we're building our wallets for the prisoners. And so you have an opportunity through cryptocurrency to donate to help these prisoners. And so the, go the goal is to hope that a year from now, those coins will be worth more. So imagine if you bought Bitcoin for a prisoner a year ago. It's yeah. not just the 10,000 you donate today. It, it, it would be worth 60,000 or whatever, right? That's the goal here. And it's a new innovative way to uh, to fundraise and to think. <coughs> right. We're trying to think different. And so, you know, I met Chris and Justin at IBC cleanup, <coughs> which is, uh, you know, a cannabis industry get together that picks up trash on the beach. Um, and then we just hit it off. And that was about a month and a half ago. Um, and so at the time I was looking for some NFT, you know, someone to help with our NFTs. I knew I wanted to do them. I had a couple of friends in other spaces do them, <laughs> um, but I didn't have any vehicle to really like execute with anyone I knew. And so it just so happened. These dudes are masters at this stuff. And I was like, let's go and good vibes, yeah. good, you know, and <clears throat> what we believe in, they're just in a different sector of the cannabis industry. And so we came together and we rocked it. Yep. And oh, now it's just about building community and, <laughs> taking it further the more people who join like you'll see you'll you'll be able to like he said donate in a way where you own the nft and then when you own the nft you can you can show that ownership in discord and then from there everybody can communicate talk about what's the next step you know this is the, these are the 10 people we're trying to get out right now this is the prisoner wallets forum um all the money from all the nfts sold are going to 
create funds to make those moves to get them out. You know, right. so it's amazing impact. And it's, it's a whole different version of putting money on someone's someone's books, right? Because they can have, I mean, in a lot of cases, uh, there are there are uh, a lot of people that are incarcerated that have access to phones, and to be able to give them access to various forms of currency that is, goes 100%. beyond the dollar is, is huge. Um, and having that also be uh, tied into cannabis via things like Popcoin or uh, the 40 Tons NFT project that also diversifies uh, the opportunity for you know cannabis payment options, right? Yes, uh, because people value different kinds of things, uh, either being more to less than the dollar. Right. And so mm -hmm. this is an interesting opportunity because at one point do dispensaries take uh, or exchange in NFTs and uh, other crypto offerings besides that's, Bitcoin. Right. Because I think some of them do take Bitcoin. Some of them do take Bitcoin. Right. But um, they're, they're few and far between and they're probably only on the West Coast for the most part. Um, yeah. But it would be exciting when they start accepting, you know, NFTs valued at this much for this or um, pot coin and other things. Or yeah, just absolutely. via holding it, right? Um, yeah. Being able to stake it and hold it and, and, and having to show that you have it in your wallet, um, let alone the future is really being able to connect your wallet to websites, Web3 domains. Um, and so when you're able to do that, you're you're automatically able to get in a site that other people can't because they don't have the NFT. They're not in the community. Um, yeah, it's like Facebook. Yeah, you're going to need the NFT to be on the new version of all the stuff. You'll be able to get merch and all types of different things and, you know, events. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing, man. That's super dope. And well, shout out, shout out to you guys for you know figuring out a way to collaborate and also creatively infuse together to create this project, right? Um, can you guys talk to me a little bit about you know maybe I'll start with you, Anthony. Talk to me a little bit about how that kind of process initially went. Um, to me, it's like you know we come from music. It's like getting in the studio and it's like this guy makes this kind of beat and you make this kind of song and now you guys are in there making magic together. So how, how does that even how did that happen? So. That's a great question. So the thing is, is there's a bunch of little components that you know that you're going to need, right? You need an artist, right? Well, it depends on what type of art you want to do. I mean, you could do a, a, a producer beat and then NFT that like you can NFT video, you could do a whole bunch of stuff. So whatever the creative is, whatever that art piece is, you need the artist. Okay. Uh, right. So that component, then um, you need someone that under, if you're going to do a 3d, thing, which is what we did, you need someone that understands 3D rendering and how to make 3D art and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Then you also need somebody that that can has the computing power in our particular case um, when you're transferring your 3D files into MP4s or MOVs, right? So I brought in my editor who happens to have a really strong computer. Because uh, it took about man, which we didn't know until we until we found out, but it took like five to six hours per NFT, and you're trying to you know mint hundreds of these things that could take days. You know what I mean? So yeah. we had to bring those people in. So that's you know we had to collect th get those people together. Then as far as like what your vision was for what you're going to design, I already had that in mind. So, uh, with, you know, I knew that we were doing this prison cell. So I want, and I had these 3d renders already from when we were designing the cell, let's mm -hmm. add to it and figure out, you know, unique ways on how to make yeah. it creative. Right. So we did that. Um, 
And then, you know, working with Chris and Justin on like the smart contract and understanding how that works and, you know, figuring out what the royalties are to all the artists, the prisoners, us moving forward and really figuring that out. So I, we needed you need to figure that portion of, of, of the NFT out. And then from there, you got to figure out where you're going to list it and, you know, dealing with gas fees and, you know, which is, you know, costs to transfer these things. And so we uh, Justin. And Chris suggested Polygon OpenSea so that we didn't have to pay every time we transfer, every time we mint. Um, and so there's that element. And gentlemen, please jump in if there's parts that That's, I that right there is a lot. That's a lot of detail. That's a yeah. lot of process to really yeah. get this. Yeah, going. you're giving too much away, Anthony. I'd like to stop you there so that we can uh, okay. stay in business here at uh, Tide IR Collective and NFT Boulevard. Because a lot of what we do is exactly what Anthony described. We, we've got this community of artists that I showed some of the glass before, but a lot of these glass artists do digital art. And, mm -hmm. and so we're, we have a lot of people on deck ready to make art for the cause, you know, like they've been, they have paintings all up in their room. Like they, they can't get enough of that stuff done, especially if they have people backing them in a way that's going to support them back. Because a lot of times stores that are buying art gallery, they have a real squeeze on the situation, you know, they have to, uh, you know, artists go there with a case of art trying to sell and who has leverage in that scenario where realistically that store can't stay open if they didn't have this community of artists that were grinding and, you know, taking cases of glass and, and, you know, canvassed art to stores. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a big community of people that are, you know, waiting to be tapped into. We've got Justin who is in all of the most important project discords, which, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> you can't put a value on having conversations with some of these people. I don't know if you've been in, in clubhouse early on when, you know, you could have some seriously close conversations with um, people that'll put you on game like no other but uh discord brings that back if you jump into some of these projects and engage and, and you're some of the people that are most active you're going to get recognized for it and and that's aside from spending money on an nft that's going to bring you back value we've yeah. only touched on the small part of the value that um you you personally get for owning it which is getting into these groups but you also get discounts to all this awesome merch that we're talking about that they put their time and effort to. We're not talking about like cheap t-shirt prints that you could get down the street from, you know, somewhere else for 20 bucks and paying $50 for it. We're talking about like double, triple stitched clothing. I should even go get some of this stuff that it looks like it's just a painted different color, but it's a whole different fabric stitched together. You know, it's nice quality stuff that you're going to get first access to discounts to and even free drops from just because that's what it's about man like you're hooking us up and giving us the resource and vehicle to be able to continue and expand these projects so you get so much holding on to that nft and being part of our community as a part to being somebody who buys it or gets it for 170 bucks and then sells it for a thousand bucks when that's what it's worth on the eth market so, so there's you know, got to be a group of people that are clearly just buying, selling, brokering, trading, bartering, 
And there's got to be a group of NFTers that just do, oh, I want to get it, the access and the exclusivity and I want to be, I want to go to cool things. Uh, Justin, you were the one that told, you know, always shows me about, you know, the Gary V one, the Gary V one, you know, you get to go to his this, you get to go to that because you know, that's what I'm about, right? All the, all the, a lot of the game, right? Uh, and then, and then from what I'm hearing, Chris as well, and then there's the access or the first access to the discounts and merch or uh, having the ability again to be included to some to, into some kind of opportunity. Uh, now, right. Justin, for you, uh, it sounds like you're in some pretty cool discords and and that being connected in this in these clubhouse communities and the Twitter communities, um, in uh, the Discord communities that that can really help change your life in some way. Now, for the people that don't really know NFTs, that don't understand the true impact that it can have, can you at least real quick briefly? Tell us about how NFTs have already changed your life in the short periods of time, not only in just bringing all four of us together here on this podcast, but can you put some tangible things to that for us here today? So that way people can get the value of well, restorative social justice impact, um, community impact, and then also you personally. Yeah. So, I mean, like uh, Chris touched on it a lot and I, I really think he, he he nailed it down, you know, a lot of game right there, which is just being able to tap into like places like Clubhouse when it was so early on and, and it was very easy to just jump in a room and there's tons of people there. And then you say, hey, you know, my name is Justin. How's it going? This is what I do. This is my passion. This is what I love. How can I help? You know, you like give your pitch. Right. And like. It's the same. I take it the same way into Discord, in these different groups, especially Twitter being such a uh, early on platform to a lot of this. Right? They, I kind of uh, see that they they see the future in terms of what's happening in the crypto community and how it's very relevant to to everything happening today, especially with, um, you know, the whole, you know, what happened in 2020. So. Um, with that being said, I've jumped into so many projects on Discord, and the, there's people in there where it's like Marshmallow, uh, the DJ, um, Steve Aoki, shout out uh, Red Ghost Club, and Fleischman, um, Nigel Houston. It's not, it's not to just name drop people, but uh, these people they're open. They're like they're new to the Discord community just as much as I. Yeah. That's and they're exactly like, what it is. how are you doing? What are you working on? You know? And so it's, it's when you have that just like open availability to talk to people like that. And then you don't even, sometimes these people have a discord came from gaming, right? Fortnite, right? What's your gamer tag on Fortnite? You know, it's not your real name most of the time. Right. So sometimes you don't even know who you're talking to. Steve Aoki could be S.A uh six nine six nine and you don't even know but it's steve aoki because why yeah because, that's how it is with the glass because he starts ours. to post <laughs> he starts yeah to, he starts to go in discord and he says hey what's going on you guys blah 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 and then the the <laughs> head you, people who run the whole discord say yo this is steve aoki he just posted on twitter and then you start to see his wallet you're kind of connecting the dots and then you, I realized, holy smokes, I was in DMs with this cat talking about events and stuff going on in Wisconsin and Ohio and EDM and, and cannabis and, you know, collecting. And um, that was Steve Aoki, you know. So it's like um, that, that, that's just one, one piece of the pie. And I think 
when you just have that communication, I think that's a that's a lot of the things in life when we're trying to build a, a brand or build a community or um, do anything with social impact, social justice, and trying to get the message out there is a communication barrier, right? Yeah. And so. And Justin, can I can I, I feel like being in all this, man? Wanna... That's what we're trying to achieve, and it's really it's groundbreaking right now, man. That's all I can say is we're we're talking with amazing people and. The more we keep moving forward and building the community, the more everybody can just keep building value and building value. Absolutely. Justin, I got it. I got it. I got it. I know you won't do this. So I got it. I got you. I'm sorry. That's all I got to say is I'm sorry. How much is your jetpack worth? Oh, did you mute yourself? Did you mute yourself? Where are you at? You might have muted yourself. I muted because there's a there was like a car alarm going off. <laughs> um, but the jetpack the jetpack is worth I would say you know ten or twelve ETH. All right, so like which is which is life changing money for a lot of people and and to go off what you're saying, um, I was only in there because of a Discord, and being in there early when there was a hundred people. And when you look up J A D U, J D U jetpacks, like those, <laughs> these guys are doing crazy things with augmented reality. They've already been doing amazing things in music, where you can pull up, um, you know, these artists like in front of your phone, and they're like talking to you, like, "Hey, did you see my new album?" Like, at like, imagine Tupac <laughs> on your phone, and you set them in augmented reality. <laughs> like, What's up? I'm in real life. What's good? And that's what they've been doing in applications on uh, iOS, right? And they brought these jetpacks so where you can own the NFT. So once again, in a Discord, was talking early. There's only 100 people in there. I said who I am. I said what's going on. They even said, Justin, bring us the masses. I said, okay, I'll talk to people. I'll go to Twitter. I'll do what I can. And then I came back and they rewarded everybody a, a whitelist or being able to get a jetpack early and you know what do you know i paid like probably a hundred bucks or 200 bucks for uh that thing so and that's with fire and that's so, just one 40, thing 000, dude that's 50, just one dollars. that's one that's and one and eats at an all-time high right now right so like back to what chris was saying with um Potcoin and the 40 tons nft back in vegas when we were giving that out it was like 167 dollars 170 dollars but now eth is still on a climb so if, whoever got that for free and is still writing that or wants to buy in whatever it is you're writing in so many different uh avenues that no matter what it's gonna build value we're gonna so, build so let's so let's talk about uh and anthony this one's for you let's talk about the nft uh the nft project again talk what what is the price for the nft you're obviously giving them away at being an event now what is the price what's the market price for that someone buys in they want to support the cause they want to be able to donate and contribute to what you guys are doing uh social justice wise uh what's a, what's the price point for that can you buy in quantity how does it work so you can get um each one for 0 0.0420 so like 0 0.0420 eth which is approximately what 160 something bucks guys something like that um at whatever the current stage of eth is today so like when we did it last week it was it 0 0.042 eth was worth 
about 160 something dollars. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do, um, because, you know, we want to build the community. If you, all of our listeners that are on the North American weed tour podcast that, uh, have never had an NFT, um, we will give them their first NFT. Um, we'll put the link in the bio for them to send us their crypto wallet address and so we'll give you guys that but the people that showed up to our booth the people that came to the art party last night um halloween and then also your your listeners will will drop them that so that basically means they're going to get a 160 something dollar piece of art that is tied to a cause that's really really dope and it'll be their first piece of art that's in man that's super dope. man I, I appreciate you extending that opportunity to, to us to our, and our people as well man that really means a lot because as as people you know might just look at it like oh man i'm getting something that just has valuation and that eventually can equate to a dollar i guess but it's bigger than that for everybody yeah so, can you please put on the screen our email info at four zero tons dot co when you get a chance um yes, 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 at yes. this point in time of the podcast and so yeah, all you guys yeah. have to do is just email us your um your wallet address and if you don't know how to get a wallet it's super easy you go to metamask.io and literally follow the prompts it's easier to set up a metamask than it is to set up a yelp account or a instagram account it's literally that easy it's super let easy. alone a bank account let alone a bank account it, it's yep. super easy and then it ties to yeah your try device. to catch some cash like that it ties to your device um and then you'll get a crypto wallet address, copy and paste that in an email, send it to us. We'll drop the NFT. That, 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 man, that's, and I, I actually, I believe I shared my thing to you earlier because I wasn't sure if I did it right. But um, yeah, I'm excited to check it out. I'm definitely going to be supporting. I'm excited to get other people involved. Uh, this episode, everybody will be written up into an article. So we have a, we have a feature coming out, uh, coming soon, very, very soon um, with you guys. Uh, so big shout out to the 40 tons brand for everything that you guys do uh restorative justice um is a huge part of the world it should have been something that's way started way sooner but thankfully cannabis is now legal and we can finally you know support the community and the people that have been impacted in such a big way uh and just really help in, in, in a big way as well thank you guys chris and justin for bringing your creative skill sets and your networking and sales abilities to this to this squad it really means a lot to me as someone who's um you know we come from the music and cannabis world i can't tell you how many of my friends have been got the charge or even recently just had something happen to them with cannabis and being just afraid of what was going to happen and doing some dumb shit so um thank you guys all everybody this was episode 42 of the north american weed tour podcast we had special guest anthony algretti here from 40 tons brand justin castillo from green rocket and have a sweet high and we've also got Chris Anderson here from the Tie-Dye Art Collective. I uh, really appreciate you guys being on here with me today. Uh, to everybody watching, thank you again. Please do like, follow, and subscribe. We have more episodes coming. We are going until episode 80 before Christmas. So tap in, stay tuned. I'll see you all in the next episode. Love you all. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Appreciate Thanks, you. Peace. Later, y'all.